Okay, and we are back. Children of the Beast, episode 21. Wow, our podcast can drink. Wow, wow, incredible. Hello, I am Andrew here as always with Carlos. Say hello. Hello, sir. <laughs> hello. How are you, sir? Let's get right into it. Some Doing podcasts good. have really long intros. That's not us. We get right into it. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. How yes, are you? Yes, <laughs> man. I'm uh, good, good. A little bit beat up. I had my uh, my physical therapist came in yesterday to the house. Yeah. And he did a bunch of treatment on me. And uh, because it's getting a little bit colder, Jamie wanted us to do it in the living room. So she cleared the, the, okay. the coffee table. And we did it right there in the main room. Because the garage was a little bit uh, cold. Is it cold in there? Yeah, um, in the morning? I mean, for me, dude, 15 minutes into movement, I'm in shorts okay. and a t-shirt. And even when it's like 35 sure. degrees in here. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't think so, you know. But I guess maybe if I wasn't cold, like if I'm not moving, it's probably cold. Okay. But, uh, but uh, we did it in there. And it puts a good hurting on me. This man does a cupping. He does the elbowing. He does the... How what does the cupping feel like? Do you like the cupping? Yes, it's very yeah. strange because what he does is like he'll feel like the muscle and find out where the strain's at. And he'll be like, and it's very good. He goes like, this is where it hurts the worst, right? And I'm like, yeah, that thing. <laughs> yes, very much so, so he'll put a cup there and put some suction on it for a while. And what it does is that it brings the blood up to the, yeah. the, the fascia. And then after that, he disperses it with a, with a massage technique. Sounds painful. So it's, it's very painful. I mean, let's just say I need to get a mouth guard <laughs> so that he, he can go a little bit harder. If I get a mouth guard, okay, so then, this is a great question because I've I've wanted to ask this to someone that gets that does the cupping thing, right? Is it is it a sign of where to in a fight, right, for UFC or something? Is it a sign of where to target if you see someone has cupping done to their leg? In my opinion, yes, because for me, where you can where you bruise the most is where you were the most sore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So if you have a knot, that tends to get super red, and then there's other areas where he does the same amount of cupping. Mm. And as soon as he takes the cups off, you can't even tell. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, again, listen, I'm not a fucking doctor. All right. And I know bullshit when I see it and this ain't bullshit because I can feel it and I can see it. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never dissected a fucking human. So, you know, I don't know what the myofascia looks like, yeah. or, but you know, evidently it's like the inflammation between the muscle and the membrane that goes after the muscle, which is the fascia. And so. Anyway, uh, so he had the boys help and put some of the cups on me. And <laughs> okay, shit. very cool. Yeah, but needless to say, I was pretty sore after that. So after that, and then I had I, before he got here, I hit the bag. So after he left, I got in the sauna, and then I decided not to do anything for the rest of the day. I actually put on pajamas, which consists of Santa Claus pajamas, of course. Well, uh, it's tis the season. I had the top, tis I had the, the season. Top, I had the pantaloons. Yeah, and I. Uh, I broke my drinking fast and I had a couple of drinks. Oh, good for you. Like a gentleman yeah, good on the you. couch. Enjoyed. Good for you. I had a beast of a week at work. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Good, good for you. Let's, well, let's, lucky for you, by the time this episode comes out, it'll already be, past, it'll already be the new year. True. So, true, true. <laughs> I mean, in theory, it, it already worked, right? Uh, this is the last episode of my 30s. Yeah, this will be the last episode we record in. Yeah, you're correct. After this, I'll be uh, even older as man. So, yeah. Yeah, Do man. you have a message to your 40-year-old self since you <sighs> when you listen to this, you will be 40? 39-year-old's 40. No? No message? No. Okay. No. Just keep it together, dog. <laughs> that's a, that's the main the main goal lately. All right. Just keep it together. All right. Well, 40-year-old yeah. Carlos, keep it together, dog. You yeah. got it. But what I did get into, 
with some juicy, 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 licious fights this weekend. Please enlighten I mean, me because I was kind of ignorant to these fights. I assume you're talking about oh boxing. Oh my word! I assume you're talking about boxing. I, I, well, I watched all of it. Oh. I mean, I you know, yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched. So Friday night, we had Gennady Golovkin coming back. Didn't Triple watch G. this. Holy crap! It was beautiful. It was just beautiful. The way boxing should be every time. Like <laughs> he fucked this motherfucker up so bad. I mean, I saw combinations I had only dreamed about. (laughs) He landed some hellacious uppercuts on this poor motherfucker. I mean, we're talking hard, man. The undercard was very good, too. Some good up-and-coming fighters. A couple of nasty knockouts and technical knockouts. But overall, a really good card. I I love the zone. Plus, that first one on Friday night, it was sort of like a British. uh, It was, I think they were here in Las Vegas. But I think it was a British telecast. Like a telecast crew? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so it was like yeah, marketed towards British time zone. Yeah, it was a perfect day because I had to go out of town for work uh, to Mesquite, which is about an hour and 10 minutes away from here, from Vegas. Ugh. And then I got back like right at 4.30. I was tired. Uh, Jamie had ordered some food. So I sat down, had some food. And then next thing I know, I finished eating. And it's like time for the main event. There was no fucking around. <laughs> I turned it out. It was perfect. Perfect night. I was still asleep by 730. <laughs> but yeah, Triple G looked, it led me to think that Triple G had been fighting either underprepared. Maybe there were some other extenuating okay. circumstances sure. out there. Maybe hurt, yeah. worn down. Because he looked, I mean, you, you, I recommend, I highly recommend you, you check it out on the zone because the speed of his jab, he, he's 38 years old and he fought like a 30 year old. I mean, this motherfucker was on point. It was beautiful. So that was great. And then on Saturday, I watched the UFC and the Canelo fight. Both of which, uh, I mean, they were good. You know, they were good. I'm a, I'm a little burned out on UFC. I think that, like, I think it's cool that uh, they made it through the pandemic and everything. Sure. Yeah. But for the first time in the entire time that I've been a fan of the UFC, I feel like the last two months have been watered down a little so bit. So I'm inclined to agree with you in this card. And I feel like you've kind of worn me down over the last couple of weeks with not and like, right, I guess it's not you've worn me down. UFC has worn me down, right? Uh, I was over at a friend's house watching the UFC. And within, I walked out after the second round just because I told my friend, okay, I've seen enough. Wonder Boy is going to be a veteran, be sneaky, be crafty, and Jeff Neal's just not going to be, be able to get close enough yep. to deal damage, and he's going to sneak away a fight. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, he, he fights like he's relishing the gatekeeper role. Yeah. But by the same token, a great a gatekeeper ain't going to put it all on the yeah, line and to no keep your fucking gate. Yeah, you know no what I'm saying? Like, to... Yeah, he's yeah. not defending. Yeah. He's not defending his castle. He's defending yeah. your castle, and as and as such, he's gonna keep somebody out. But he's not getting yeah. crazy. And to call it Masvidal after yeah. someone you've already fought and won, I have zero interest in that. I have zero interest in that, dude. I don't like it. Yeah, no. Before we move on, because I do have the next subject I want to bring up with this subject to fighting as well, and I think you're gonna like where I'm gonna take it. Let me let my dog outside because she's starting to mess with her crate, and I'm just gonna let her outside, and that seems very well. Yeah, that seems to be nicer. Ugh, don't need PETA coming after us or anything. You know, they'll get, they'll hear of the children of a beast and assume we're, uh, I don't know, we have goat up to sacrifices up, up, up or to something. Up to no good. Up to no Which good. we are, of course. At times. At times. At times. Well, let's bring it back because the next thing I would like to talk about really in the fighting, <laughs> did you see Jake Paul throw toilet paper rolls at Dylan Danis? 
I did not know that's what that. Okay, I, I saw. Uh, here's okay, the hold. I try not to click on anything. Please that tell me what you, fight's done. Please tell me I saw your impression of what happened. Dylan Danny's picking one up, and he was like in full like swing mode, and towards a truck. But I didn't know what it was, and then I could see that somebody was shooting it with some kind of a tripod. I didn't yeah. know if it was behind the truck or on the truck okay. itself. So it's like this seems like a. Maybe it's like a thing. I, I thought maybe he'd done like the food truck diaries and they did a thing or something, but I didn't click on it. Okay. So let me fill you in. Well, for your, sure. For your sure. inclination is, I think, actually right, right? So Dylan Dennis was recording food truck di- diaries the week before, right? Logan Paul recorded a tremendous episode of food truck diaries. Yes, I haven't seen it, but I will. Tremendous. Yeah. It's great. I'm, I don't think the Dylan Dennis one has dropped yet. I'm very excited. Very excited for it to drop. I assume it will be brought up. It has to be. But while they're filming, the food truck diaries. Jake Paul shows up in the back of a truck with some, with a little posse of his friends and they're filming <laughs> on their phones. And Jake Paul pulls up, calls Dylan Danis a bitch, throws toilet paper at him. Danis tries to run up to the truck as if to get on. Jake Paul nails him in the face with a toilet paper roll. Oh, and as he nails him in the face, he, go, he yells, dip, dip, dip. And they drive away. It was a drive by. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious! Now, right, has to and be somewhere, has and you know, Brandon staged. and Brandon's like Mr. Burns. Yeah, well, and right, that, exactly. Brandon Schaub for sure told right. He had Logan Paul. It's as easy as like, hey. Well, it's not for sure him. The, you got to remember that the below the belt is produced by Showtime. That's true. It doesn't have to be. The Logan Paul could know from be, Steven Espinosa yeah, himself. That's true. You don't need to know from, that's true. from Shop. You know that's what I'm saying? That's true. But somebody, I'm just saying, that shit was staged and I'm here for it. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it being staged. But that's he heat, must- baby. That's heat. That's some heat. Dylan Dennis is in a terrible spot. Here. <laughs> he looks, yes, it's great. Oh, and, oh. and I'm going to tell you another oh. motherfucking thing. Even though I'm a supporter of the Paul brothers and what they're doing, both MMA and boxing are in a terrible spot here. I was talking to my wife about this just last night. I was educating her in this shit. <laughs> you know it's me, so dog. Good. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> so I'm like, so this is what the Paul brothers yeah, are. Yeah. I, I just did a whole fucking rundown here. And so, What he's doing is genius. What they're doing is genius. Yeah. If you're a boxer, okay, I'll fight you. But in MMA, if you're an MMA guy, okay, okay. I'll fight you. I'll boxing. fight you in boxing. I hate to say it, but he's a unicorn in the sense that he could actually throw a monkey wrench into both fucking things. Totally. Totally. You know, because for instance, I, one of the things I was telling my wife, I'm like, think about the guys he's calling out in boxing. He's being smart. He knows he's not a fucking professional. Yeah. Right. So who's he calling out? People that are 35, 45, 40 pounds lighter than him. Yeah. I mean, he's 195 pounds all day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mayweather's 150 and McGregor's 175 after a yeah. fucking What's Dan? It's like 150? No, Dylan Dennis is like 185. Okay. But Dylan Dennis is not a good striker, dude. He's never displayed it. He's so never seen to display not it. calling him yeah. out on a jiu-jitsu match or a wrestling Which match. Which he would never do. MMA. Why would he? He's not professional. Course, that's what, but that's what's genius about <laughs> it's so it. good. It's so that's good. That's why you could work. <laughs> yeah, totally. You totally. know what I mean? Like, and right. If you're Dylan Danis, right? If you're a promoter, you have to figure this out. You have to figure this out for Dylan Danis imagine, and let me, let me give you my, my, my imagination's version of this if it was me, right? That's a basic-ass fucking right. suburban dad. All right, here it goes. I will call out any Muay Thai fighter. 
to to a cooking competition. Okay. Chef, and any chef to a Muay Thai competition. Okay. Who wants this heat? That's what it is, bro. The only thing is, right, the difference is Jake Paul has a significant audience and brand behind him that will watch oh, no, him. I know, but I'm anything, just saying, like, right? like it's, it's like such a fucking smart yeah. thing because, because it's like, you're not saying... I can outcook Gordon Ramsay, yeah. which I would never say, <laughs> but I kick his ass up. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I'm having fun. <laughs> no, this is fantastic. This is oh, it's a great time. And, and again, the audience. I go back to the audience. Yeah. Those of us that like boxing, you there's nothing that the public or a fight's gonna do to deter me from looking at boxing and liking boxing. I'm a boxing fan. Yeah. That's the fucking end of it. But if we can get more people, I don't give a shit if it's through trickery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I I, I think it's great. I love it. I it's love so it. Good. I love the promotion. I, so I love good. the fact. And I like the fact that Shab continues to find a fucking way to be in the to stay in the hustle. Yeah. Yeah, totally. To stay in the hustle. Because look, man, there's a lot of things. I root for Brendan because of the way I never will forget when Joe Rogan just eviscerated him on that podcast. When he told him he was never going to be yeah. a champion. That was some of the, I cannot, I, to this day, I will listen to anything shop does just based on the fact that he was a man about that podcast <laughs> and he released it. And Joe told them not to release it and they could have kept it. Sure. Quiet. And you know what? No hate if you kept that fucking podcast yeah, quiet. Yeah, totally. Because that's an audience. Yeah. It was hard to listen to. And yeah. I don't know him. That's a very you know real talk I mean? between like, like two friends. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. It was brutal though. Because even, even it goes beyond that. Because we both have friends whom we've never had a talk like that with. Sure. Yeah, totally. So even within yeah. your friends, yeah. you never get that real like, okay, bro, I'm going to fucking have to be brutal now. You know what I mean? like, and Rogan did it in such a nice way. But... By getting Brendan's reaction, yeah. you could hear that it was just like his heart was like fucking breaking. <laughs> so to me, the fact that he released that shit, I think that's pretty fucking cool. And like his, his stand-up or not, in seven years, he's done what some stand-ups takes 15 to do. Does that mean that he's at the caliber of the top acts? No. But you cannot fool that many people into buying tickets either. You just don't. He's bringing a show to their town. They're fans of the show. He has to yeah. be at the very least marginally funny to his audience, if you will. Definitely. But so is Dane yeah. Cook. Sure. Yeah. So is yeah. Mancia. So it's a bunch of comics that I personally don't care for. You know, so now that Rogan's gone and fucking Callanis in goddamn exile because of his fucking grab assing and, and Chris D'Elia's over there trying to not lose his baby's mama and his kid. You know, Bro, like, have you watched that show? He, you that he was on the most recent show he was on yeah, before. No, I, yeah, yeah. Do, oh, yeah, do you know? Yeah, do you know? Yeah, yeah. But that was I watched it way before the scandal came out, which is why Jamie and I were so hip to it because <laughs> we're like, oh shit, that's just like the show. I know. But I guess that's I just, just like a year old. Yeah, yeah. You know? We just like, watched yeah. the show, so yeah. it's good uh, though. It's a good show. Uh, it, it gives me anxiety. I I have to I just kind of have to hear it in the background. I can't focus on it. Yeah. But, but I think, so I think that that's cool that he's still in the boxing realm and in the, yeah. you know, like I listened to the fighter and the kid podcast with the two kids that replaced Brandon, I mean, Brian Callen, he's got this two uh, comics from LA uh, and they're, they have a different thing going now and it's still fucking entertaining to me. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's cool to see that still kind of happening. Right. Because there's no productions or anything, sure. but then. You should still consider what Jake and Logan Paul do. Well, that's part of fucking Hollywood now. Yeah, totally. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So that's content. And like, I mean, like, like, to their credit, they forced their way into like being so goddamn popular. Like it or hate it. And like, yeah. right, if you market yourself as who's going to be the person to knock me out, people are going to buy and watch that shit. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Look at Floyd Mayweather, right? He made a career yeah. of it. Because, for instance, did you see, you saw uh, Dana White's clapback, right? About Amanda yes. Nunez, which I'm with her. And, and <laughs> did we hear anything? Of course not. Fuck well, no. Of course not. Because the last thing they need is to take that fight. Because, see, that's Dana playing fucking a higher level of chess, saying, okay, let's do MMA, but with Amanda. <sighs> Yeah, but like, right, do you think they could have gone like the Cejudo <laughs> route and just leaned into it and been like, yeah, let's do it? Knowing that it's never going to happen, right? No commission is going to... No, but here's the thing. I think he knows that man knows. now he's playing with fire. Okay, well... Because that's what made, well, that's what's clever about well, I mean, the right, other they're, side. They're clearly playing with fire. Logan has a fight with Floyd Mayweather booked. Yes, bro, but if you're 40 pounds bigger, you're, you're going to lose a decision. Sure. And... Lloyd has weak hands, so he can't go for the knockout anyway. I mean, so sure, that, but still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to take a beating, <laughs> but it's the likelihood sure. of him. Yeah, no, I, I agreed. No question. Agreed. It's not as high. I think in MMA, with Amanda, it ain't looking good. Because Amanda shows up at 160 pounds, <clears throat> and that is a world-class MMA fighter. Yeah. So that, that's where, that, that's why I don't think you'd see a fucking thing, dude, you know? Well, but, but I love it. I love all of it. Everything about it. <laughs> it is great. It is. Uh, it's tremendous, man. It's so fucking good. Oh, shit. But yeah. So I, uh, and yeah, what was the other fight that I liked yesterday? There's oh, boxing. Aldo. It was good. Oh, fight. yes. Yeah. Aldo. Goddamn throwing some leg kicks. Thank you. I've been waiting like six years for this shit. And finally, Aldo threw some goddamn... Well, medic- right, similar to the Wonder Boy fight. It just felt like, right, the first round... Who was he fighting? I can't even remember who Aldo was fighting. Uh, Chito Vera. Chito Vera, right, correct. Um, Vera looked really good in the first round. Uh, and then kind of similar to the Wonder Boy fight, it just felt like the veteran's going to be the veteran here and just know how to control the fight better overall. Yes. The, the overall yes. fight. Chito Vera got, in my opinion... Hyped. He got a master class in veterinarism. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. It was, okay, here's it a step was. up. Here's a step up. Here's what you have to figure out. Because he, took his, he took his ass whooping on the first round. And then he was surprised, right? Then on the second round, he tried to, he tried to act as though he was not impressed. And maybe you could say they might have tied that round. I right. still had Aldo winning the second round. And then on that third round, Aldo was like, well, now I'm going to take you down. And I mean, he, Aldo dominated him. I would have liked yeah, to see yeah. Aldo employ a little more ground and pound, but that was never his shit. Right. And I, and I get it. He would have risked losing that position. The, the, if you've ever had somebody figure four lock you from behind, you know, I, you know, like with the legs, it's excruciating just to breathe. Interesting. That person that doesn't awful. have to be kicking you or anything. Yeah. But when you have somebody's goddamn calf, Right across your stomach. Yeah. You know, and they have it locked in with the, the other, other leg, one. man, with the foot underneath the and knee and everything. And and pushing that yes, pressure down. Yes, and they're controlling when to move. Right. And by the way, sometimes by virtue of you moving the wrong way, you tighten it on yourself. Sure. Totally. They're just holding on because yeah. they locked in. You know, so I, I thought it was uh, it was great. Aldo looked fucking good. And I think Chito Vera, 
It was a good fight for him, right? It's going mean, like, yeah. to be interesting to see how he bounces yeah, back totally. from this. Because so far, he only has the gear where he's ultra confident yeah. and it's my time. And that's worked so far until last night, you know? And you could tell he was frustrated. Like, right. it was almost like he was trying to protest yes. the dominance on the ground. But they were moving. So there was yeah. nothing to protest right. except your own fucking inadequacy. Totally. Totally. position totally you know it's, a, I mean? it's, it's so. an eye-opening experience right i'm sure <laughs> yes yes we'll yes like you said it'll be so. very interesting to see you bounce back from uh something that was another great thing from that card right greg hardy oh that we must we must you had a great tweet what? about it you had a i made me laugh what very hard tweet? you made God me laugh damn, very hard dude. it was uh, it's just as you and, said and, role-playing the victim of a domestic abuse attack <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> very funny tweet, sir. It made me laugh. Oh, very fuck hard. that guy, man. Oh, and, and like, right, way, he got taken to the show. Up, he's fatter. This is well, your job. Dude. And like, right, let me make the point. As soon as he got taken down, he had about the same amount of take, like jujitsu defense, as I would have. Right, me a civilian, fucking covering up and trying not to get hit, and just folded over. I no, mean, let like, me tell you one thing. You know who mercs him? Whom? Jake Paul. He's talking this week. He was talking last week. He was talking about like, well, I'm thinking about getting into the boxing realm too because I think I like my chances. Shut the fuck up unless you're going to box women. I mean, right. Like to be fair, that first round, he looked good and then he gassed out. I See, I I think to me, they're like- He looked dynamic. He looked fast. He's the caliber of heavyweight from a Midwest regional promotion. Sure. Yeah, totally. you know, I don't like if he was that. fighting for like cage rage, fucking Michigan or whatever, yeah, he probably be like, champion. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He probably makes sense. Uh, you know, yeah, on his but, way to champion. He's completely on. out of his element yeah. in the UFC. He's out, he's out of shape. He's undersized for the division because he's out of shape. Is the only reason he's in that fucking division. Yeah. He doesn't have the skill set in any single fucking discipline. And by the way, being explosive is not a skill set that. I think he necessarily worked a lot for. I think some of that is God given. Sure, and you know what I mean. From like, his history of being a football athlete, being a professional football player, right? That's also yeah. A lot but of also, work, but, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. How do a lot of people that are not playing in the intelligence based positions in football get fucking into football? Mm-hmm. Somebody sees what you look like, and they go, "You, you should play fucking tackle." I mean, I'm not talking about when you're grown, when you're a kid. Those fucking teams got to get filled up. And you need a fat kid for center. I know this is going to be controversial to some people, but that's the goddamn truth. Yeah, but like, right, once you get to the NFL level, like, right, like there does have to be, te- I, mean, I assume, I, right, I don't know football Yeah, well but enough. you could have been the fat kid that was just suggested to do it and you work hard enough with enough God-given talent. It still doesn't mean you've ever reached your potential, nor that it was ever your true calling. Because this imbecile has already said that I mean, this is his true passion. Right. Like, it's hard to say that when, like, such a low percentage of football players that are high school football players end up making the NFL. Right. It's like such a small percentage end up actually making it to the NFL. So I do think it has to be, like, some th- sort of, like, right, like, I don't know. But but I also think that it's a little bit like the effect of, uh, you know, rich people in the Olympics. Right. When they find, like, some obscure sport. Sure. <laughs> like I'm gonna go to the Olympics for horseback archery under 50 yards or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, but football's been a dominant sport in this country for what, like 50 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, but I still think that some of the some of those positions, somebody needs to be a 400 pound man that can push another 400 pound man, and the pool of 400 pound man is pretty fucking short. 
That's yeah, I would I'm agree saying. with that. I just still think to, there's a lot. I just, of those I just think. Not, not so I would agree with that. I just think to get to the NFL position level, there's a lot more that goes into it that we're just not aware of because we just don't know the sport as well. Yeah, I just, I just from seeing him and seeing other athletes, like for instance Herschel Walker, I don't doubt anything he ever did in his life because his work ethic is evident. Sure. Even if you see him right totally. now. Yeah, unquestionably. You know what I'm saying? And when this imbecile is comparing himself to Bo Jackson, <laughs> I have a problem with him. <laughs> Definitely. A person in regular sports like me knows how fucking preposterous well, yeah, and I mean, Bo Jackson that is. is to his performance yeah, last night. Totally. You know? Totally. Well, and, like, on it was- top of that, and on top of that, you like to beat on women? Fuck you. That's what I told my wife. She's like, well, how bad was it? I was like, he beat the shit out of his girlfriend or wife, and then he threw it on top of his cache of weapons. Just to send a further message because he's such a badass that he had to intimidate the woman to that fucking degree. What's next? Pissing on her? Letting his friends piss on her? Like, what kind of piece of shit? He's a bad dude. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. Like, no, and like, you right, know, I'm also last like, night, oh, he paid his debt to society. Whatever, dude, that's fine. I still reserve the right to hold judgment against that for the rest of his fucking life. And last night was the first time we saw what I feel like everyone expected to happen to him, right? He was exposed because Dane has been on his nutsack. 100%. Why? Because I'm, I'm sure Dana's name. son was a huge fan of his. Because Dana's kid is a fucking crazy football player, right? I think he's in Notre Dame and shit. I don't know. I or maybe so. that's I Lorenzo's right. kids. No, but th- they're, yeah. they're football players. They love fucking football. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's kind of, you know what? I, I liken this to, is the same reason that Adam Carolla's wife has a fucking podcast. No one fucking listens to that shit. But he's got to fucking do it, don't you? What's up, Ace Man? Yeah, I know nobody's listening to that shit. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're it's about quality fights. It's about getting the athletes. Yeah, except for that motherfucker. For sure, definitely. Because, like, right, you, you are CM absolutely Punk right. And fucking, you know. Both like, of them, right? Both of them. They are this level of, uh, in terms of, like, fighting skill of regional mid And at the same regional, time, maybe piece of shit. Line. Yeah, and at the same time, that piece of shit fought last night. Dana's upset about Paul Logan and Jake. Well, well my fucking you playing time out. Yeah, exactly. Because right, like it is not sports. Price fighting at the end of the day, and because they have this name behind them and they have this brand, right? You can sell the fights. You can sell a fight with CM Punk. You can sell a fight with Greg Hardy because, as fans, either with Greg Hardy specifically, right? We want to see him get beat up. We know it's going to happen. Yes, but then, but but that's the thing about it is that I'm all for that. My problem is when you're actually trying to manipulate the system. For sure. And promoting to, him to, to, to be like, yes, ahead yes, of guys to, who deserve it. To lay out a groundwork for this piece of shit's career when I know people that it took him 10 years to get into the UFC, they have 50 plus fucking fights to do so. And right, and Greg Hardy gets in on second fight ever. This fucking piece of shit fight ever. gets yeah. over there, fresh off of a fucking woman beating, to get his dick sucked by the CEO of the fucking yeah. company with the most favorable matchups, which, by the way, still he's punted against fucking snoozers. Yeah. Snoozers. Yeah. No one's saying, I can't wait for that guy to fight again, like Kimbo Slice or yeah. Masvidal or any of the other somewhat freak shows right. that came and like, a different Let's be real. Do you know the, the name of the guy who beat up on Greg Hardy last night? Do you nope. know his name? Never seen him before. Never exactly. Him before. Never exactly, right? Never like, seen him before. And like, right, does, that guy get, does that guy get shine for beating Greg Hardy? I Maybe. Hope he does. I hope so too, I mean, but like, yeah. dude, like I just, right, 
it's almost kind of perfect that right and relatively nameless UFC fighter is the one that did this to Greg Hardy. Yes, yes, I agree. Uh-huh. And, right? and appearance. Yes. I don't want a shredded guy to do no. that. No, <laughs> which I explained to my kids last night, by the way, because they got to know. A man that hits a woman is a pussy. That's not That's a not man. Cool. It's, not it's cool. a bitch. They, there's cool. no exceptions. Yeah. And Michael goes, well, what if she had a gun and wanted to talk to mommy? I was like, well, that's a different thing. <laughs> so we went through a whole bunch of scenarios. <laughs> like, yeah, like, for instance, if I'm at school and there's a girl and she just won't stop and I tell the teachers and if they didn't do that, I still would probably just hop the fence and come home because I don't want to hit her. Like, no, you guys are going to wait to deep for this shit. <laughs> but good. Because <laughs> what that you don't want to do is be like, yeah, no, I told her to stop once. Second time, I smacked the shit out of her. Yeah, well, no, no, sure. yeah, no you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's not what I want. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit of a humble brag, right? <laughs> My son is such a good boy. He would rather escape the room and hop the fence versus hitting a girl back in self-defense. <laughs> what a good boy. <laughs> the gentleman. Said, well, what if the teachers didn't do anything? I was like, well, that cannot happen, Chase. <laughs> But you know, of course, he's just like he's like. Well, yeah, but somebody uh, conspiracy theorists. I mean, we got prime low conspiracy theorists right there. I feel like oh, it's so funny, dude. It's so, funny. It's so good. It's so funny. But uh, but yeah, that's what that what made it better. Is I didn't want a shredded dude to beat him up. Yeah. I don't want Alistair over him. He does not right. deserve no, definitely to not. take a beating from a real fighter or marquee fighter rather because right. I don't want to call this gentleman not a real fighter because he's more real fighter than I will ever be yeah. but, and more but, fighter than Greg Hardy is clearly oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but I love it, it's kind of like uh, my favorite part of Brock, Brock Lesnar my memory of Brock Lesnar the it's one that Alistair I care is hit cowered into the corner of the octagon with a face that said no mercy please please stop for the first time in his life just knowing yeah. what that is yeah. You know what I mean? And no, same and like fucking Greg Hardy last night. His hands over his face on the ground in a limp, basically a ball, right? Like in a fetal position, waiting yeah, yeah, for someone he had to a say, please him. don't hurt me. Face. Yeah, waiting for someone Which to say, Which I'm him. sure his abuse victim had as well. And he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But, but the man who did it to him last night. He looked like a domestic abuser himself. I, so it's like, <laughs> I believe his name is Tyler Tyburn. I know his last name is Tyburn. Maybe it's Michael. I don't know. I don't know. But he did look like a prime opponent on Rough and Rowdy for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they could be, they, both of them could be in a, in a lineup and he'd be like, well, yeah, that all makes sense. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Different parts of the yard, I'm sure. But yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then I watched Canelo. How was that fight? Amazing, dude. He's was so it? good. He's so fucking. Was that crazy. on the zone? Because didn't he quit? It was the zone? on the zone, and it was. It's a, and that's the other part that I was a, a little. Yeah, you know me, dog. I've been more hyped up on boxing lately, and yeah. and last night and this weekend did it because the zone went Friday, Saturday, and they didn't give me you know limp dick. That's and good. they're giving me the value for my fucking subscription. And I deal with them directly, which you know me, dog. I enjoy that shit. I don't want intermediate people. <laughs> Why can me and you talk? I gotta talk to this jabroni, right? And yeah, it's you, ESPN. You're the fucking jabroni. But I I get a point. Amazing Don't get product. a start on ESPN. Amazing production. <laughs> Amazing production. On Disney. Don't get a start. <laughs> the production was really fucking good. And this is a cool thing, right? So I don't know if you thought, well, I know you know, but a little while back, about a month and a half ago, it came out on uh, the, the, the news, the sports news that Canelo 
was suing the zone. I didn't know. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I didn't know about this. And I'm then all of a sudden, shit goes quiet, and suddenly, on four weeks' notice, he gets this fight last night. Because that opponent took the fight on four four weeks' notice. Yeah, so. I don't know what happened. Skeptical hippo eyebrow? Well, something's weird about it. Maybe Canelo was pissed off about not having enough activity. But I think that what they did is they went, okay, we're going to bring back Canelo. Okay. We're going to bring back T- Triple G. They're both 168 pound fighters. Yeah. Showcase them both and let's set something up for next year. So I think that the next matchup is going to be another Triple G and Canelo fight. I think that... I think that both of them looked better. I think this year's been good for marquee fighters. Okay. Because they've been allowed to heal without having the spotlight pressure on them. You know, fights are not happening because of you right now. They're not happening because they're hard to fucking right. make happen. Yeah, totally. You know? And those guys last night fought to a crowd. Oh, where was it? In te- in Texas. I think it was San Antonio. Oh, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Texas doing Cowboy Texas State. Shit, you know? Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But it was good. It was really good. Really good fucking uh, weekend. And I think they're setting up that fight, which I'm I'm fucking, I'm all about it. Like I said, boxing is looking really fucking good for next year, man. The heavyweights are shaking up. That's we insane. have a bunch of matchups there. Are there any boxing fights over um, Christmas or New Year? No, I don't think so because the crowd thing. So there's no UFC then. Are we on a low? No, that, that, last night was, was the last card of the year. Yeah, there's no UFC. So does that mean we're in a lull for the next two weeks until 2021 of fighting? Yes, because who do we have January? Uh, McGregor and Poirier, I believe. So Is that the, the beginning of January? No. I think so, it's on okay. the 20th or something. Wow. But that, I mean, that's a hell of a way to start the year. That is a hell of a way to start the year. You know? And we got the vaccine too. We should start seeing a lot of news this week about how shit's going with the vaccine. I know a very yeah. good friend of mine that got vaccinated on Thursday. I got to oh, check cool. in with him next week. Well, he's a firefighter. Okay. So first line. Yeah, you know. that makes sense. Yeah, so. Well, but it, but it's just one of those, it's a good thing to know somebody well. Yeah, so you can kind of get a experience. sense of uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I'm curious because I, I kind of want to get the vaccine. I'm out there. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm healthy. I'm right. smart. I'm, I'm careful. But, uh, being that this is not a live vaccine, uh, I, I got to double check with Michael's doctor, but I don't think I would be contagious in any way, right. shape, or form yeah. after the vaccine. So yeah. I don't see a reason not to. Sure. You know, that's the one thing I, I don't, I'm worried. That's the only thing I'm worried about bringing into my Totally, home. of course. Yeah. W- w- despite my best efforts, you know what I mean? And and uh, I don't know if I told you, but we had a positive test at our uh, company. Oh, no. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I had to get tested. I got tested on Thursday. Well, Thursday afternoon. That's when I got tested. I got tested on Thursday because I also had an exposure. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. yeah, I got, I got, oh, well, that place I sent you. Yeah, rapid test. test. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's where I got tested, and uh, it came back negative, which is good. And I, I'm probably gonna get tested again uh, on Tuesday, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna see how. I mean, I don't have any symptoms. I'm fucking right. tip top, tip top Magoo over yeah, here. Yeah, I know? uh, I got tested on Thursday. I got my results back yesterday morning. That was fine. Oh, I did the rapid one. Okay, I went to yeah, Tom's Mac. It was easy. I, um, I just didn't want to wait. That was you the know, thing. Like, I sat in my car for about yeah. 15 minutes while they were shuffling people in and out. It was uh. 
weird. No, I mean, experience. I didn't want to wait for the results. Oh, oh because okay. then I come home and I don't want to be around my kids. Yeah, I guess it's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just yeah. Your situation is a little bit different. Where I yes, yeah, yeah that that and it's seventy five bucks at that place, okay. and it, they do both of them. But you um, do the rapid one. You wait in the car, and then they call you, and they're like, "Hey, you get to go." Should I like make an appointment for this? I did. Yeah, there's okay. an online thing you do to okay. make an appointment. So right. you go on their website and you okay. do it all online. But it was really easy. It's like yeah. an eight step thing. And that is a Clint's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember uh, you telling me that. Thing. Yeah. So great. Yeah, but it was, uh, you know, just a little bit. Uh, I'm excited to hopefully start getting that back to normal so that I can hit up, get back to the gym a little yeah, bit because cool. I've been taking since Thanksgiving. I haven't been back to the gym. It's probably the longest I've ever been away from the gym. Gotcha. So uh, I miss it, you know, but uh, my son's doing so well right now. I just can't, I can't fucking gamble it. Right. You know, but outside of that, you know, the, the the beast to beast of a week that I had, I mean, the fights really turned it all around. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, I'm excited for Christmas. I, I'm excited. Yeah, man, me too. Me too. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited just to get the get the. the I honestly just want this fucking year over with. This year's been just so yeah. so yeah. so so just such a beast that I'm just like, I'm I'm over it. I'm over this year. You win. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, ready for for the next one, but uh, but yeah, the boys are good. The school's over with for now until after uh, Christmas. Same, same. Um, because uh, of my exposure, I had to miss out on our holiday party for the preschool, so I only was able to get pictures from everybody, and it looked like it was a blast. But yeah, oh, cool. bummed I missed. Bummed I bummed I had to miss it because it uh, it is fun hanging out with them. They are cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good, good. Can't touch me, COVID. Yeah, I mean, fuck fingers you. crossed. <laughs> goddamn vid. The goddamn vid. Yeah. Well, good, man. Good, good. So how are you doing on your reality watching? What'd you get into this week? Um, Hit me. We've been watching a lot of The Challenge, the MTV show, The Challenge. Yeah, yeah, with uh, former uh, real world people and all that kind of shit. So that's what it used to be, but now it's like former, like, are you the one? Like, right, right, right. Former stars. Former MTV shit. Like, it's basically people who make a living on like MTV shows. MTV slaves. Of yeah, for yes. sure. For <laughs> sure. And, uh, you know, we got really hooked on it. We went back and watched last year's season. We're on two years ago season while the current season's going on. So we're pulling double what duty. Did you know Corey from Teen Mom? Yeah, we do. Yeah, that guy. Which, which, which baby Giant. mama? Is on Teen Mom with him because you know there's two now. Well, yeah, there's two, but but the one he's with now, Taylor, yeah, like everything cool with her. Well, the other one was Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he hook up with somebody on the show? I mean, no, but you never really know, right? You never really. Know. <laughs> you never I, bet really know. I bet you saw all kinds of fucking in the background. <laughs> you really know, right? Got no phones. Yeah, you never <laughs> yeah. really do know. I will say the challenge did something which. It's cool because they started an official podcast where it's cast members who are on the current season. They kind of go behind the scenes and they have like producers of the show on it. So they kind of go into like the setup of like how like the eliminations are set up. I don't know. It's cool. I like it. I'm kind of a geek for that type of shit. <laughs> so I like it. I'm telling you, man, as you get a little older, you relish shit that will shut off your brain. And to me, all this shit, it turns my brain off. Yes. I'm not smart. When I'm watching that, I'm not smart. I'm not thinking. I'm not problem solving. You know what I mean? No, like, not at all. Nothing's going on. Brain neurons are not connected. That's all I have. I'm just like, what? Yes, no. <laughs> all I can see. I love it. I just yeah. love it. What about you guys? What have you been watching? Oh, dude, the fat girl show is insane. 
It's, it's killing me. <laughs> Tell me. I also found another old show that's called Hot and Heavy. It's on TLC. They only made three episodes. I don't know three why. Three episodes? I don't know you why. you Google this? You must watch it. <laughs> I must. You must watch it. Dude, this is regular dudes that are into fat girls. But we're not talking, we're not talking teen mom fat. We're talking like my big fat life fat. And First of all, it's my big fat fabulous life. Second fabulous of all, continue. <laughs> this one girl has a husband, Rusty, and he don't want her to lose weight. She's trying to lose 30 pounds so she can get gastric bypass surgery so that she can get pregnant. But Rusty already got oh kids God. from his other wife. Oh and Rusty God. don't want no kids. So oh Rusty's always God. like feeding her food and then sabotaging her work. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Then there's this other guy whose friends like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. I think he just likes big boobs. But I mean, and he's in this guy's a serial chubby chaser, bro. And you gotta watch the show. My eyes. You gotta watch the show. You gotta watch the show. Uh, At some point, this other guy, his name is Enrique. And Enrique dated a fat girl in high school and she broke his heart. So now he's with his other girl, and they got pregnant six months into being together. But now they got the kid and they're making it. And He's walking around with her and they got ice cream and it's like a romantic moment. And some fucking loser in a goddamn 20-year-old Ford Focus pulls up and he goes, man, she ate all the ice cream, fat cow. And he drives off. And I'm thinking, oh, man. But of course, What is with people driving around? Know. You know exactly where I'm know. taking this. What is with people in cars yelling at fat people that they shampoo, that she's eating all well, the ice well, cream? That, that, there's that. And it's not like it's, it's not Paris Hilton in a Ferrari with a dog. And it's a thousand dollar Average civilian oh asshole. Honey, you got to get it together because you're atrocious. No, it's some fucking warlock who, who lost his job at the Blockbuster 12 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, He's like, man, I can't believe you're fucking that. But no one's fucking that guy, though. You know? So, yeah, man. It's it's, it's, it's tremendous. It's it is tremendous. great. <laughs> I'm glad you knew where I was taking that. But the show's good. Now, I'll tell you one thing. It's hard to find because I went into the TLC app. Couldn't find it. So, I had to, I had to talk with my Roku. Roku's got the <laughs> okay. controller. And so, I talked to the Roku controller. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is on the show? Like- and it found it. And so, then I watched all three episodes, man. It's so good. It's so That was the highlight of my week. As far as reality televisions. You know what I mean? Hot and heavy. Okay. Yeah, hot and heavy is good. And then uh, the Teen Mom 2. There was a very interesting moment that, that happened in Teen Mom uh, 2, I think, or Teen Mom OG. Uh, but Leah, who uh, a couple episodes, several episodes, uh, seasons ago, this girl was really fucked up on painkillers. And it was all over the, the interwebs and on camera. And whenever the reunions happened, Dr. Drew didn't have the integrity to address it. And they always were like, oh, well, she went to rehab for uh, dealing with her grief. And you know what I mean? Like where they won't say the person's an addict, but they just claim all kinds of other things. Like he's just learning coping skills and all that. But anyway, so at some point, this girl, I got so fucked up. The ex-husband, Corey, who's the father of her two ki- two two daughters, he knew that she was fucked up because they live in a small town in West Virginia and everybody know everybody. And well, you know what she- they say, small gas travels fast in a small town. Oh, Jesus <laughs> I, didn't, I was not familiar with that expression. <laughs> it's, not, it's not part of the circles I run in. But, but at the time, Corey was like, he knew he, she was fucked up. He just didn't know for sure. And she went in a, uh, this is like years ago, but then, 
so now she wrote a book okay. where she like came clean about a bunch of this shit. And so she went and talked to him and she was like, Hey, I just wanted to say like, she kind of apologized, you know, about the fact that he was right, that she was on drugs. And, you know, the guy's like, look, you're doing great now. And all I care about, I mean, he was really, he was a gentleman about it, but you could tell that it was like, wow, you don't see a lot of those things happen in life. Yeah. Where the person goes like, you know what? You were right. I'm a bad dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like a happy ending story, right? Like a little bit of vindication because I mean, in all those shows, they're all edited to make the mom right. look the least bad because she's the one that fucking works. Yeah. So they want an okay dad, you know, but they love a deadbeat dad though. Because <laughs> that's, that's where the magic happens <laughs> for that Definitely. show. So, Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, so, but yeah, well, that was, that was a, that was an interesting one. And then what else did I watch this week? I think that's been it, man. Any I'm documentaries? The- uh, yeah, I watched the one about the Taramara Indians, the long distance runners from Chihuahua in Mexico. Oh, I read a book about them. Yeah, it's very well. Oh, yeah, Born to Run. Yeah, that's the book I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, they they spoke a lot about uh, Born to Run in this okay. documentary. It's uh, really good, really yeah. good. I watched it while running. So nice. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, Ricky said. And I also watched a fucking killer, uh, was like a seven episode series on Latin rock. And the history of Latin rock. Oh, cool. Okay. Fuck, dude. I geeked out so hard. I mean, I, I fucking played nothing but Spanish songs for the <laughs> entire week. Fuck. Learning cool. to play shit that I had forgotten about and stuff, you know? Right. But it was really cool. It was really cool because I forgot, like, what a deep-rooted fucking history. Like, I listen to a lot of that stuff to this day still. So, right. uh, the documentary's really well fucking made. Uh, is it English, Spanish? It's in Spanish, but okay. they sub it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I watched everything subbed because I like watching with subtitles. I agreed with you. Just because yeah, especially it, if it's, it's a noisy or something. People sometimes have like a yeah. weird enunciation or something. Definitely. You know, and I, I don't I don't like missing shit. Right. So but it's good. So yeah, that's that that was that was what I, was on my watch list this week. Also, there's a very good show with uh Brian Cranston. It's called Your Honor on Showtime. Okay. It's fucking good. This guy's a judge. And his kid accidentally runs over somebody in a bicycle and a motorcycle and is a son of a mobster. And so all kinds of shits is going on because you're on a trying to cover shit up and cover tracks. It's good. It's good. That, that Brian Cranston doesn't miss. He hasn't missed a day since the Power Rangers, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I like that reference. I like that you hit me with that reference for just specifically for me and uh, your children who are also oh, well, yeah, mega Power uh, This Ranger week, fans. it turns out James, after a two-year Power Ranger break, yeah. He's back on the Rangers. Hell yeah, baby. Back on the Power go, Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Back on the Power Rangers. Yeah. Michael's star warring like crazy. As he should be. Let me tell you, John Favreau has taken something beautiful in Star Wars and made The Mandalorian. And that TV show- I keep hearing about this shit because so... that's the one that Gina Carano's on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is It is peak Star Wars. It's so good. Peak Star Wars. Yeah, you totally. Totally. No shit. Totally. John Favreau is incredible. You can give John Favreau anything, any sort of movie, TV show, and he's going to knock it out of the park. Well, I'll, I'll watch anything with him. Well, he's not in it. He's the showrunner. He directs. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Chef? Yeah. Great movie. Fantastic. Have you seen the TV show? No. Because this is the TV Netflix. show just follows him cooking the food, right? With people. And it's really people. good though. But this that's is the, the first thing. one to have Gwyneth Paltrow. He did have one. So I did. One. So I think that was the first episode, and I turned it off. Not the that. finest hour. The, no, that that show is very good. You should really get past that. Okay, but uh, there's uh, there's also. Have you ever seen the movie Couples Retreat? Yes. Yeah. 
John Favreau in that John movie Favre, is I mean, he's tremendous. Just, oh, Iron Man and all the Iron Man movies. I mean, right? Yeah, John Favreau is the reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe became as big as it is. Because he knocked it yeah, out of yeah, the park with Iron Man. Yeah, Him yeah, yeah. and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Home run. And yeah. a burst. I, lo- I, lo- I love that motherfucker. He's fucking tremendous, man. I'll watch that shit all the time. But um, yeah, so that was that's everything I watched. I guess it was a lot. I just don't, don't keep, like, sometimes it doesn't seem like a lot because I watch a lot of it running every morning sure. and I run an hour a day. Right. So it's that's five hours right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like sometimes people are like, when the fuck do yeah. you watch TV? But then I realize that it's like, I watch it. I'm just, it's a, you know, it's I just do hours. something while I watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And most people like you at the gym and everything, you don't always, you don't always can set it up where I, right. the way I have it set up at home, like, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's real nice. It's real nice. But yeah, man, that's, that's everything that, uh, that's been transpiring. My pajamas, a um, little bit of a whiskey drinking last night. Actually, I feel like I need a nip because it is our 21st episode. It is. I just, I, I had a beer episode. during this episode. I saw that. I yeah, saw that. I and, it, and it triggered me in my yeah. brains, you know? Triggered? You liberal. I use the words of the times. I use the words of the times. You got triggered. I use the words of the Ah, triggered by so many things. I'm, you know, just happy about the Christmas. But did you see the Tom Cruise thing? Yeah, yeah. I think it's I fake. Mean, you know, I, I never know with that fucking guy because he's a Scientologist. Exactly. And so exactly. I just don't know. But also, and most importantly, I don't care. Fucking the last good movie he made, as far as I'm concerned, was like 1994. I don't and that's Jerry Maguire. Outside of that yeah, shit, I don't care about Mission Impossible. I don't give so, a fuck about anything yeah. he does. I don't give a fuck who he's boggering. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what. Nothing. I don't give a fuck about anything at all. Unless you got some juicy, incriminating Scientology shit that's gonna be on Leah Remini's show, then I do care. That's but true. if it's not that, then I still don't care. Good luck to you. I wish him well. <laughs> Uh, our future. That's the best way president. to say something yeah. about somebody yeah. that you really don't want to talk about. You know, like it really is. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's so funny to me. It would have never been so funny if it wasn't for the orange man. But now every time I say, I wish him well, I feel like I encompass what I meant to say. So, yeah. so that's Man. how I feel about Tom Cruise. I, I, I wish him well. I just don't even know if I care. Like enough, like again, like right. I, I truly, firmly just think it's fake because of Scientology, and they but, want but, him well, to come off as looking good. And it's a very easy way. It, oh man, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't even get to the part that I care about the subject of the the topic, right? I don't. E- I don't even get to the part where I care about like, and the actor's name that did this was Tom Cruise. You you don't even get to that. <laughs> You're telling me about people that are gainfully employed complaining about their superiors. I don't give a fuck. Don't work there. Don't fucking work there. I don't give a shit. You think people at a loading dock don't get treated like shit? Right, yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. That's the part where middle America hates some fucking Hollywood. That's fucking Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? You fucking pussy. Oh, why? Because the big bad boss told you to do it. Hey, guess what? Again, I was... fucking picked up some of my medicine yesterday from the dispensary and I was having this conversation with my friend Matt that runs that place and I was telling him like if if I was like rich like Elon Musk rich yeah. and I had my what I call my project mayhem money 
which is money that I'm going to use to fuck with people and have experiments. One of those experiments would be to grab some of those perpetually unhappy people and say, okay, how much money do you need to be happy? Right. Well, I want to make a hundred thousand. You got it. But your job is to stand right there. You get a break for lunch. Why? doesn't matter why. <laughs> By law. <laughs> doesn't matter what. Doesn't matter why. I'm going to pay you what you said, right? But all you have to do is sit there. That's it. You can't be on social media. You can't be on the phone. And, and there is not going to be any personal fulfillment from this job. But you said you want the money, though. Because they need to start fucking realizing that while you should not be miserable at your fucking job, it's not there to make you fucking happy, you goddamn cocksuckers. Make yourself happy in the rest of your life. If you're in a place where you're a woman, you're getting fucking sexually harassed all day. Of course, I'm not saying you should fucking stay there. You know what I'm saying? But at the same token, it's like, well, I just don't feel fulfilled here. We're dealing with a fucking, a bunch of workers that are coming in that are good for three things right now. Okay. Postmating, Amazon fucking uh, 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 fulfillment centers. Sure. And goddamn Ubering. All right. Elon Musk is working on self-driving cars. Those self-driving cars are going to do away with Uber and with fucking Postmates. Truck drivers. So let's just start with that. And Amazon and Jeff Bezos will rather have fucking machines that can put the sticker on the fucking box and fill it up than people that can get sick with COVID. Just because of basic capitalism. Not because anyone's mean or anything. And so the only jobs that are desirable are highly paying jobs at the moment we have that have very little supervision. Some of those have your own hours. You don't have a boss because you're special and nobody should tell you what to do or when to do it. That's not going to fucking last forever. And those people then are going to take to the streets to protest, to take what people that are working a regular job that sometimes sucks get to earn. Like that's the fucking like, it's disgusting to me, dude. Like, I mean, it's fucking crazy. We had to let go of somebody at the office for a similar reason to this, you know, where, where, uh, and, and our accountant was saying, well, I don't think that the person was happy here. And I was like, well, in all honesty, I don't think that person would be happy unless somebody came and told them here's a new vehicle. You sure. don't have to work and you can live here rent free and we will shut the fuck up and not say anything. Right. And two days after that, that person would find a reason to blame somebody else for another reason she's unhappy. Because that's not the fucking reason. You know, like, you're, you're like, and that's the thing is like all these distractions are getting people to avoid looking at the source of their unhappiness, which is fucking themselves. Yeah, totally. That's it. You're happy. You're unhappy because of you at the end of the day. No matter how you fucking want to slice it or dice it, you're unhappy because of you. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't circumstances and company that can like make shit worse or, or, or whatever. But if you're not unhappy with you, then you can identify which situations you remove yourself from or people you remove or whatever it is. But that's not what dictates your state of fucking mind. And when it's related to the fucking work that people are doing, someone's always going to have to tell you to shut the fuck up. I mean, I grew up in a kitchen, man. Do you know how a chef talks to his staff? You're not, you don't have rights. Nobody gives a fuck about how you feel. Move it. And like, right. And again, I say, you know what they always say. Old boss is always a dick until you meet a new boss. That's a good point. (laughs) Old boss is always a dick till you meet the new boss. (laughs) Well, there's that. And 
the people that are highly successful and highly efficient, they have the worst boss of them all themselves. Sure. Totally. Because no one that is that that is a highly functioning, highly effective person isn't worse on themselves than they are on people. People just don't realize that. Now, there's some nepotism here. Like, I don't think that, like, for instance, Orange Man has ever been tough on himself. I don't. Sure. I don't think he's ever fucking sure. told himself, you know what, Donald, we got to cut the shit. Buckle down. No, no, no. He's perfect. Right. He was a silver spoon, silver spoon fed and made to believe he was beyond ever having to self-analyze in that regard. Some people are like that, right? And I'm not saying you can't live a life like that. I'm saying it's not a very genuine life that I find to be enriched with good company and good circumstances. But if that's what you're aiming for, yep. it's it, it can be there. Now, there's some parameters of that particular, those particular situations that you cannot control, such as you have to be born to somebody that's rich enough to give you everything, but also rich enough to not give a fuck about giving you what you need the most. Attention, respect, sure. love, self-discipline, self-esteem, self-confidence. You know, instead they give you the money for you to pretend. So you go and buy the clothes to pretend your self-esteem and you go and buy the degree to pretend your self-confidence and you go and buy the women to pretend that it's because you're good looking and charming. <laughs> None of those things are real, but as long as somebody set up an infrastructure for you to be able to su support that, you can live that life. I've never met any of those that are happy. They're usually pretty sad individuals, sure. you know, but, but the reality is that outside of that, all the individuals that are fucking successful and building businesses and doing the shit, they're worse on themselves than on their fucking bottom employee. So, and, and for what I understand, I don't know much about fucking Tom Cruise. I do understand he's a very hard worker. I do understand that, that motherfucker does all of his own stunts and yeah. he's in his fifties and I've seen fucking clips of him jumping off a fucking helicopter. It's pretty I crazy. I don't give a shit how much it's goddamn nice. safety you have. There's not enough in the world. <laughs> there is me. not the enough safety Dude, no in the fucking world, <laughs> sir. Are you no. kidding me? Are you Hell kidding no. me? Right. So, so, so again, do you, do we, do, I don't think that any of the people that complain about how they were spoken to, by the way, because he didn't go on a slapping fucking right. rampage. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like, see, as I go over it, and I don't want to side with Tom Cruise in my heart. But he's kind of right, too, though. But, but I have to. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, I mean, I, now I'll say one thing. I would never work in a place for any amount of money where a little pussy like Tom Cruise could talk to me like that. Okay. But I would choose not to work there sure. to begin with. Sure. I wouldn't go there and be like, well, now that I have this job, we got to change the way things are doing. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I showed Jamie that fucking video about the Spotify guy. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking of. Yeah. That's so funny. I was just, I was just thinking about Spotify when you said that. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> But that's the thing is, is you got to take, you got to take the brutality of a roast battle, right? Sure. And, and, and you got to take your rage and your intelligence, mix them with the brutality of a roast battle and use that to combat whatever it is that you're against. Because as you do that, it's an intelligent way of promoting positivity. Because if you're making somebody think and laugh you're a fucking champion to me. Like that's that that's the fucking real shit. Sure. I want you to I want you to laugh because the the combination of thoughts never occurred to you arranged in that way. But you're laughing because it's so fucking evident once you see it presented in that manner. I love yeah. that. That's fucking humans connecting like their heart and their fucking brain at the same time. 
And I fucking love that shit. You know what I mean? Like I, that, that's, that's the reason I was bringing up the guy from Spotify. Cause I, I forget what his fucking name I is, no but he, he, he's, it's like awaken J, JP on Instagram, I think. Okay. But, awoken uh, maybe? Uh, awoken maybe. That makes more sense. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Cause more, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, read, I read to dyslexic, <laughs> but he had a, he, I, I, he, dyslexic. Has, <laughs> he has like a six minute video. I do sometimes. Yes. <laughs> It was like a six minute video. <laughs> Evidently, uh, Facebook is like threatening to ban him. Okay. So, <laughs> Incredible. Oh, Fucking yeah, Mark yeah, Zuckerberg. Yeah. And he has a video apology to Facebook. Oh, no. Uh, yes, oh, bro. No. About violating their oh, guidelines. No. It's so fucking great, bro. That I was like, this motherfucker is my spirit animal. Because <laughs> the way he's doing yeah. it. And it's all phrased like an apology. 100%. It's like, I want to apologize because I was raised wrong. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, no. Dude, you got to listen oh, to it. No. And we'll circle back next Yeah. <laughs> But it's on his Instagram. Okay. It's really yeah. fucking good, bro. But Jamie and I were watching it in the sauna yesterday. We were fucking laughing because I just watched. We had just seen the Spotify yeah. one, you know. It's like, <laughs> he's about Joe Rogan being transphobic because yeah. he's because even though he likes trans women, he doesn't love trans women, which means he's transphobic. That's, that is true. That is true. Unfortunately uh, for so, all of us here, uh, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous. <laughs> but yeah, that so. After that 30 minute rant, that's how I feel like Tom Cruise. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's my take on the Tom Cruise situation. And I feel like my head increased in redness throughout that rant. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, also the sun is like <laughs> moving. <laughs> well, again, we established this. As the episode goes on, the sun goes darker as we descend this into is darkness. So funny. Oh my lord! This is this is why we're the layer of the beast. You know, I mean, this is what now, I have a question for you. Do you feel like almost like a spiritual kinship as being a Mormon to Tom Cruise since he's a Scientologist? I mean, like right, cut from the same cloth. No, no, man. No, no. Listen, yeah, uh, nah. Tell I me, mean, the, <laughs> the Mormon me. people. The Mormon people are silly, but they mean no harm. <laughs> Scientologists are cunty little motherfucking maggots. That's a huge difference there, man. Like, I've never had a problem with a Mormon. I feel like, you know what the difference is? Do you know what the difference is? About 100 years. No, I don't think so. No, I think so. I think about 100 years from inception is the only difference. No, I don't think so. I I, I mean, I I, I just... The way that... The way that Scientology does everything that they do is just... But see, fuck. This is what happens to me. I get trapped in this goddamn conundrums. What's your conundrum? I don't like Scientology, but I don't know any victims. If you were not born into the religion, you're not a victim. You're a moron. Period. I mean, you're a victim of your own stupidity. Exactly. (laughs) Prove me wrong. If you were not a kid, if you were not forced into it, you're a fucking imbecile. You're an easily led imbecile. And again, I argue that you did not go seeking for a lot of answers. 
You found yeah. Scientology. Yeah. Like, you know what? This is the Since one. I've been looking for answers without looking. For like a week, for like lap. a couple of days. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like, well, I've already went and fucking studied the Dalai Lama. Right. And, you know, no, no, no. It was like, I was doing nothing, driving in my Jaguar. And I drove by the celebrity center and I thought, you know what? I never have felt fulfilled. Now, you're a fucking idiot. You're a goddamn idiot. I, I want to do business with you. And by that, I mean, I want to sell you things. I don't want to buy anything from you because you're a moron. But God damn, dude. Like, I just don't see. Like, again, the guy's talking about Davis Miscavige fucking uh, smacking him. In what fucking world is that goddamn little fucking man that's yeah, five foot so two with lifts going to fucking say anything just- to me? God damn, dude. Like, I mean, the only thing that they don't do is bang the wives, I guess. I mean, as far as we know, right? As far as we know so far. And like, right, doesn't, Lee, uh, what's her name, Leah Ramini? I think mm-hmm. I said that. Oh, did I say that right? Okay, cool. Yeah, Ramini. Uh, doesn't she allege that some of these victims of people who escape Scientology also are sexually Well, assaulted? here's the thing. Within Scientology, there's the staff of Scientology. Those are those are called the Sea Org members. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the people that sign a lifetime contract. Those people, there's been a lot of like... Uh, Foul play. Foul play there and rape and shit because they're oh. basically away from everybody. And also here, with God. the schools, because Scientology, right. for what I've seen on the shows and shit, yeah. they encourage the disassociation of the parent and child relationship oh. because the child is its own entity. So a lot of these kids grow up basically without their parents. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. Which well, kind of makes sense if you're trying to brainwash, right? Like. Of course, you got to separate them. Yeah. And if you're going to indoctrinate somebody mm-hmm. with that shit, you, you don't need them. You don't need their parents' resistance around, you know. But in those... Kind of similar to the way Mormons send their children on missions for a year and a half to two years. Yeah, but you're sending them out to the world, not with a predetermined set of people. I mean... So, yes, you are sending sense, them out in the world, but you're sending them out in the world with a predetermined set of people where they're constantly around and... Right, I mean... Yeah, but they're, they're not secluded, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not. True. They're not sequestered. the The whole point of I that, mean, depending where they go. To, I mean, depending where they go, they're they can be pretty isolated if you go internationally. Yeah, but again, I, it's just not relatable. I mean, everybody that I've ever met who went on a mission uh, came back a better person. It's hard. I mean, not, it's, it's, hard it's hard not to under, like. It's not hard. It's hard, or, especially right. the ones that go overseas, like sure. out of the country. It's very easy to understand why that happens. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean that, that's it's kind of. I think it's a really good thing. I've seen it be a very positive thing. When I was in college, sure. some of the kids that had started like doubting their faith yeah. that were Mormon, and maybe then some stupid shit for a little sure. bit would go on the mission, and be like, "No, that wasn't for me." I'm good. and you got to respect that. Whatever it is that gives the people perspective, I think uh, in that well, regard. Like, right, like, I, think I mean, to to anyone's credit who goes on a mission, right? You're going all in on something, so right, you're figuring it's something a out. That's you're it. figuring That's something it. out. That's it. Regardless if you it. figure out if it works for you or not. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it's pretty selfless and it's, it's all yeah. set up and arranged by somebody else. So you're not, you're not the boss, you know? Totally. Yeah. And again, you think that everybody that opens the door to those kids is nice to them? Definitely not. You know? Definitely not. So, so that's it's probably that. nice is when you ignore them at your door. That's probably yeah. one of like the nicer responses they get. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's about the only Your thing. People. Now, if you want to, like, Your what people. they should be doing is like get together with one of the solar companies and everything. Be like, look, I'm gonna be in the area doing my thing anyway. Are you in need of some door to door? You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta diversify. 
which is a very Mormon thing to do, by the way. It makes in a little business. Hysterical. <laughs> they should though. That's a great idea. Why not? Yeah. You start a marketing company with Mormons that are on their mission. Who's more honest? Yeah. Think about it. You call it honest marketing. Oh, how's it honest? Let me show you the uniforms first of all. <laughs> oh my God, that looks so honest. <laughs> then how do they travel? Bicycles. Bicycles. So Eco. honest. No Eco carbon green. footprint. What? Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Give you some shade so you can pray in peace, baby. You get, you get, you get the fucking, uh, the, you know, the global warmest off of your back. You, you, you get, yeah. you covering all the bases, yeah. all the bases. Hundred percent profit too, because they're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> How do you get it? You donate to each ward. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> We're connecting the dots. Boom. I think we gotta keep this conversation offline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I I don't think. That's I think we're safe. Yeah. I think we're safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I might title this episode "The Mormon Business Plan" just to advertise. <laughs> <laughs> it. I like that. Yeah. I must say, I like that very much. <laughs> Because, like, who knows? Maybe someone just ends up searching it and they find us randomly, like on a rabbit hole. How hilarious would that be? How, oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a bunch of Mormons that find this and they're like, we should do what that guy says. And then this becomes the new tablet. Oh. And I'm Joseph. So you are Mormon. This is you and me that you are a Mormon. No, wasn't it? It's not Joseph. It is it? Joseph Smith. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I'm confused because Joseph was Jesus's daddy or That's whatever. True. And then, but then, you know, caretaker, <laughs> whatever. I don't want to get into semantics. Heretics. It's Heretics. controversial. It always was controversial. You know what I mean? Let's just say that, you know, a single mother has been happy for a long time and it's something to step in. Yeah. Oh. Dudes have been stepping in for such Dudes have been stepping in. It's like, <laughs> That That's is really what it is. It's the beginning of time. <laughs> I feel like with that we should end. That's some real heretical shit for the children of the beast to end with. I feel like a little bit, a yeah. little bit. But well, it's, it's well intentioned. Oh, of course, it always is. Yeah, well intentioned. That's been. Oh yeah, I have one oh. last thing. Oh please, hit me. So, right here. James, my son. Yes, gave me El his Nino first. De la Bistia. He gave me his first documentary suggestion, and I watched it, and it was fire. What was it? So I was, Ladies and I, was I was bored and not going to find anything to watch. And he walks in. He's he's like going on. He's like six and a half going on fucking 12 right now. It's Great. hilarious. Great. And he walks into the room. He's like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Oh, you're watching this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a really good movie. You should watch it. And I'm like, which one? He's like, that one. Uh, my octopus teacher. He's like, yeah, I saw it a couple of months ago. It's really good. It's really good. Octopus gets eaten by a shark at the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> for you. He didn't even realize it, but I watched it and it was really fucking good. I was like, how the fuck did you see her watching Did that happen at the end? What's that? Was he right? Did the octopus get eaten by the... Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He did. But as it turns out, octopus, when they hatch their little eggies, they get super weak and most of the time they die. Oh. And so that's that's like the end of life cycle of uh, octopus. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And, And actually the color was all gone from it. And mm. it was just getting nibbled on by all the other fish and shit. Gotcha. But it's a cool documentary because there's That's this guy. hilarious. What's yeah, this called? Yeah, My yeah. Octopus Teacher? My Octopus Teacher. Wow. Okay. It's everybody. on Netflix. Right, it's, it's really well people. shot. Let's watch this. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a recommendation it's, off of El Nino. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, but he, he's so That's funny. hysterical, dude. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, that's it. That's it. I didn't want to forget that because it's yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that for sure. All right. Well, that has been episode 21, Children of the Bees. Follow the show on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Search Children of the Beast podcast. Leave a comment. Subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Um, you can follow Carlos at Wolfchild1980 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Andrew underscore the hut with two T's, same places, Twitter and Instagram. And that is it. Goodbye, everybody. Have, well, I guess this is already out. I hope your Christmas was good and have a happy new year, I guess. New year. I don't know. I don't know when this episode is going to come out at some point. We come back before new year though. We're going to have another one. We'll say that next week. Whatever. Enjoy 2021. I hope it's better than 2020.